as a veteran, small business owner, what can we do for you? What we can all do for all veteran business owners is promote each other. My main mission was to look at tools and technology to leverage small business and give them more of a competitive advantage. My mission for Red Arm Bargains is very simple, to help vets. That story in itself, to run for Vista City Council, is a journey. I think this is an opportunity to really collaborate with those gone before us. It's really kind of a labor of love. And now your host. Welcome. Thank you for joining us for this Your Better Ranch Radio Show. I hope that you're having a phenomenal day. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Laura Torres, your host for today. Our Veterans Radio Show will bring you life heroes who are making the action out in the community and making it happen for our veteran community through various support. Uh, we want to welcome our live audience on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and of course on Amazon Live and on LinkedIn through our YouTube segment channel. Uh, of course, we always want to welcome your comments, your support, and your questions. So please post them because we'll love to highlight those towards the end and show our guests your support. Thank you so much for your subscribers and continue to subscribe. Please make sure that you select that because your episodes and more episodes are brought to you thanks to the subscribers so we can continue to grow and bring you the resources you need. Um, on this segment, I want to real quick just make sure that I acknowledge our sponsor. Uh, thanks, this uh, segment is brought to you thanks to the sponsorship and the general support of Mace and Associates. Uh, so make sure that you support our sponsors and you visit their website to get more about their support for our veteran community. And then without further ado, I want to go straight in, welcome our guest, and tell you all about him, John Ballantyne, U.S. Army veteran, founder and CEO of Operation Phantom Support in Combat Boxes. So he's here with a very business-driven mindset to tell us all about his great support that he has out in the community. He's building um, and supporting better businesses with the goal and the passion for combat boxes, plus also supportive services to make sure that they have career readiness services, allowing in all the small businesses throughout the veteran community to get their products in hands of potential customers. So without further ado, let's welcome John Valentine into this show. Thank you so much for visiting John, all the way from Texas. How are you yep. doing today? I'm doing great, Laura. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thank you, John. And uh, how's, by the way, your your day-to-day, -day, your weather? How are you transitioning through the summer? I know it's not a question that you normally ask through some of these uh, segments, but I want to know. Actually, we're in Texas. So, you know, like yesterday was 98. Today it was like 97. So, I mean, we're still in that. that August is the hottest part of the year here for Texas. So it gets a little nuts, but uh, but we enjoy it. I mean, I got. We all have pools, and there's pools. A lot of stuff to go do when it gets hot out, so it's okay. It doesn't get cold. We don't get snow, so nobody complains here. So we're good. That's right. Good. <laughs> so I'm glad that you are enjoying and having a phenomenal day, and yeah. the, with the rest of our audience throughout the U.S. So thank you for your visit and for your support. Now yeah. tell us and tell our audience about you, your military experience, your story. How did it all begin? Well, honestly, it all began. My father was in the Navy, so I was a military dependent for 19 years. When I graduated high school. I wanted to kind of follow my father's footsteps, but I went out on a tiger cruise when I was like 12 and I was not, I did not have a good time on the ship. So I decided I'll go in the military, but I'm going to keep my feet on the ground. So I went in the army. So, um, little, there's a little, you know, semi sort of look I got from my father, but he was proud that I went in the military. And then I ended up doing 20 years in the army. I did six deployments. Um, I retired in 2010 and 
had a few different jobs when I first got out, and then I jumped into the nonprofit world and started my own nonprofit here outside of Fort Hood, Texas, and I've been doing that pretty much ever since. Wow, that's incredible. And, uh, and the fact that you have been, I mean, you've been in the military. Military is pretty much all you know, so uh, in your whole life. And so it's, uh, thank you for your service as a military yep. kid as well. And yep. so for supporting and, and transitioning through all the life experiences uh, with the family and everything else. But so you mentioned you started a nonprofit right after multiple, multiple tryouts throughout your career. So how did that military experience perhaps help you launch your business, your nonprofit? How, how do you see that tied in? Well, I tied it into, you know, growing up in the military as a kid, my, watching my mother struggle and my dad being gone all the time and then us moving all the time and doing all these things. I really wanted to do something to kind of pay it forward to the guys and gals that are still serving and help their families so their life's a little easier so they can go to work and not worry that their family doesn't have the things they need and, and somebody's there to help take care of them if they need something, if something comes up while they're not around. So that was a big thing for me. That's why I had a, I had a really good job paying me really good money on the outside, working for a hospital, doing a whole lot of good things uh, for them. But I really had a passion that I wanted to keep paying it forward for the guys that are still serving after I got out and make sure that they know that there are people out there worried about their families and want to take care of them. So we started our nonprofit. So our nonprofit is called Operation Fam Support. It's based right outside the front, front gate of Fort Hood, Texas. Uh, we serve about three to 4,000 soldiers every month with our different programs. We have a food pantry. We have a free birthday cake program, Christmas toys, backpack for school, car repairs. So most of the stuff we focus on are things that happen to the soldier day-to-day -day life, like things that can impact their life day-to-day, -day, not like take them to a baseball game or a football game. We're talking about helping them have enough food on the table for their family, having their kids have enough clothes and their kids having book packs, book backpacks and school supplies for school. So that's kind of what we focus on is just making sure we take care of those military families and make sure they're and the veteran families and make sure they're okay. Well, that's incredible. Thank you. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're right. There's some, a lot of resources out there that are, are so needed as you are part of the transition, you know, or even during active service. Uh, the military provides a great, a great support, but it's sometimes it's still not enough, especially in certain communities that require multiple, uh, you know, dual incomes or perhaps the military family it's, has extra additional financial challenges. So I'm glad that your organization is there to support those needs. Uh, now, as an early startup, though, because this is a veteran uh, change focus uh, you yep. know sort of a segment what early experiences do you face uh, what are challenges that might you have faced during your early startup as a nonprofit or just exploring well, the, the whole entrepreneur mindset the entrepreneur mindset I guess for the best way to explain it was you got it you have a great idea and you want to put that idea in motion right so you just dive right in you know as a soldier we just like we're one of those kind of we put our head down and we go until we get there right and I did that and I got I was lucky I got successful and got through it but there was a lot of hard steps I had to get through about the legal side, um, the financial side, because, you know, I wasn't, you know, I'm not, I'm not a money guy. I don't worry about money, but when you get into a business, I don't care if it's a for-profit nonprofit, because I run, I run four other for-profit businesses to help raise money for my nonprofit. So it's kind of a strange bedfellow kind of, so to speak, but I have different things. I have online businesses. I have, I have businesses in time. I have combat boxes that does a, that it supports veterans. We take their products and put them into a subscription box and then send it out to people who sign up to get boxes from us. So it's a really cool uh, idea I had there. But I think all the challenges are always the things you really don't know that you find out because you get a letter in the mail from the governor or the you know the state or somebody saying, hey, you did you what? 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 So you gotta start calling people like, what do I gotta do? How do I fix this? And you know, luckily. Most organizations, even in the state or whatever, are pretty lenient to say that we know you're starting a business and we know you're new, so they try to help you along the way. Um, but it's been a really fun, I've had a lot of fun doing it. I've had some setbacks, don't get me wrong, all businesses, we have a little punch in the face kind of reality right. check, but 
if you stick to it, you stick to what your mission set is and what you're trying to accomplish and you focus on that, it helps you get through the hard times. And that's, I mean, my wife tells me that all the time. She says, the only reason you get through all this stuff is because you're so focused on doing the things you need to do to help veterans and soldiers that it allows you to get past the frustration and you can drive past it. She goes, and, and my wife's amazing because she's been putting up with me for a long time. And I got, like I said, I got business everywhere. So I don't spend a lot of time at home as much as I should right now. But like I told her, I'm trying to set us up for our future when our kids are finally gone and we're empty nesters and we can finally go do what we want to do. I want to make sure we can do that. So, uh, but it's fun. I mean, I actually enjoy being an entrepreneur. I love coming up with ideas for businesses and helping other people with their business, getting them set up and helping. I do a lot of that and I do a lot of mentoring about building out a business platform and how a business plan works and how, where you need to tweak things so you can make sure you get financing. Cause that was another thing you don't have, if you don't have the finances to start up a business, you got some work to do. You got the SBA loans, you got to or find investors or do a, you know, do a Kickstarter kind of thing or whatever, depending on what you're doing. But you have to have some kind of financial backing to get things started. Cause there is going to be cost to everything you do. Exactly. And then, so, wow. So it looks like you have picked up quite a bit of experience. And by the way, I want to pause and send a, a greeting to your spouse and say thank you for her service yeah. and for yeah. for supporting you because you're doing incredible work out in the community and it's the family it's a family affair whether yeah. they are directly involved or just supporting you and and just being there for you you know to come and download your frustrations or your your uh, you know your celebrations it's a great great uh, backup yeah yeah it's it, it's a need too if your family's not 100% behind you you're not going to I tell people that all the time they get into this, whether you're married or got a partner, whatever your situation is, if they're not backing you 100%, you're probably not going to be successful because that you have to go home to that. Exactly. And if you, had a, if you had a tough day and then you got to go home to somebody who's not really supporting you, they're going to try to convince you to give it up. And So it's very important that your family or the people around you that you surround yourself with have the right mindset for you so that they can help keep pushing you to keep doing better things. And Absolutely. I got lucky. My wife and family are, are big time supporters because we're all been together our whole lives like that, taking care of each other. So it's, I got lucky there. And I think a lot of veteran families have that opportunity to use their family and their spouses and their family to get that done. So that would be my biggest thing to everybody is just you got to have a great home team to get it done. You got to have a great home team. There you go. A great home team is essential in, in, in order for you to continue to move forward and do great missions like the ones you're doing. But I'm curious, you know, and in, in among all of our veteran community and all of our entrepreneurs that come here through our state, what would yep. you tell yourself, your younger self, that you know now that you didn't know perhaps when you were first starting, aside from the, fun, from the funding uh, and all the hard work that you have already learned? You know, that on, it takes? I think, honestly, it would have been pay more attention in the in the – because what I've learned when I got out of the Army, because in the military, you know, if you serve your country, you know, you, you have a rank, you there's structure. When I walked into the room as a senior NCO, people went to parade rest and people just automatically respected you because of the rank you held. In the civilian sector, it's not like that. You have to come in the room and already have something predominantly done that's given you face value in that group before you get any respect. So I've learned the most important thing for me in hindsight is learning to build relationships with people that maybe aren't that important in your life right now, but could be later. Like when I was in the army here at Fort Hood, I went out to a lot of mixtures and briefings and wearing my uniform because they wanted us to be there to help, you know, show community support. But I didn't take advantage of that by meeting people, introducing myself the right way and da da da. And then when I got on the civilian side and I was doing that, they're like, well, why didn't you just do that back when you were? I'm like, because uh, I was a soldier and I wasn't thinking like that. I was doing what I was told to do. You know what I mean? Blah, blah. So I really think that, and I tell people this all the time, every veteran that comes to me for advice, I said, the biggest thing is it's relationships. Everything you got to base your life on now in business is about relationships and don't burn bridges. It's always about relationship and keeping, not necessarily keeping people happy, but being honest with people, being upfront and straightforward to get your, what you got to get done. Now. 
But building relationships is, is absolutely the most important thing I've learned, especially in the nonprofit sector. It's all about relationships in the nonprofit sector. Business section, you can get away with it based on what you do and your whatever your lane is. But relationships are definitely a thing I should have learned differently years ago and paid more attention to it before I got out. Because I should have asked those questions to people that are already out in the sector that are civilians or even that were veterans that were that I met those days. And I just didn't take advantage of it. And I, that's the one thing I regret not doing. So that's the one thing I would say back up and redo that because that would have fixed me up when I got out. It would have been a lot easier when I got out. There you go. Perfect. Thank you. I mean, definitely yeah. building relationships is, it's a great, uh, you yeah. just said it. I mean, that's just key yeah. in order it's for you to succeed. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's hard sometimes yeah. for military service members to do that. It, it is because like I said, I had my chain of command come in, hey, Sergeant Valentine, we need you to go to this mixer out and clean, da 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 and just be out there because we got to have show support. I'm like, Roger that, Sergeant Major. I would go and I would be there. I'd eat the food or whatever. But I didn't really engage like I should have to take advantage of that opportunity that the Sergeant Major gave me when I was out there. And I tell soldiers that all the time now they come in. If you go to a mixer, go to the mixers, introduce yourself, get people to know what your plans are when you get out, that, uh, so they can help guide you to where you need to go because that's the relationship start that's going to build your business later on. Uh, absolutely. Well, thank you for that advice. Yeah. And by the way, I'm going to take a pause right now to sure. uh, let our audience know that we're talking to John Ballantyne. Ballantyne, I'm all the way to Texas, a U.S. Army veteran, founder and CEO of Operation Fathom Support, as well as Combat Vaxes. So make sure that you reach out to his uh, multiple entrepreneur lifestyle and relationship, build a relationship with him so that you yeah. can continue to thrive, but also support him, support his cause all the way over there in, in Texas, in right outside of, you said, um, Sam Fort Houston? Hood. Fort, Fort Hood, Hood. correct. Yep. Fort Hood, correct. Yep. And so he's supporting military families, veterans, and service members uh, really get the local resources that they need in order for them to thrive in the local community. So thank you for that. Also, yep. this segment is brought to you thanks to the support of Mass and Associates. Thank you so much, Mason Associates, for their support and for sponsoring this segment all month long. And I see, uh, talking about relationships, John, I see mm -hmm. our CEO and founder is here. So I'm going to bring him up so that all he right. can actually greet you. And then as soon as he's uh, we're done here with him, then we'll come continue on with our, um, sure. with our questions. Yes. Sure. Well, thank Hi, you. Joe. How are you doing? doing good. Welcome thank to the show. Well, thank you very much. And it's a great, I've been listening to uh, what you guys were talking about. And I think, uh, I, honestly, what are you doing is, is so great because you're right. It's a lot of services out there, including us, that we focus sometimes in other things. But uh, I'm glad you're taking care of our soldiers and focusing what is priority, mm -hmm. what is really needed. And uh, so anything that we can collaborate with you, let us know. Yeah, I really appreciate that because it's all, like I said, it's all about building relationships and building partnerships so we can help each other out. So Absolutely. I, and I, I afford the same thing to you guys. Anything I can do to help promote what we're doing for you guys, I would love to be able to do that too. So, yeah. Well, we, we're, we, you know, like Laura is, and we know that we are, we really take those offers seriously. Yes. So we'll definitely, we'll be in touch and see how yep. we can work together. We're a nationwide organization. So Texas or, or anywhere that you want to spread the word, happy to support. Yeah, yeah, we got. I got a hundred thousand followers on social media that I can reach. They're all mostly veterans and vote that veteran community. So we can definitely reach out and touch base with that for sure. Excellent, excellent. Well, I just wanted to say hi and thank you for participating and being our sure. guest on our show. And thank you, Laura, for allowing me to set a few words. And uh, Laura says that I speak too much, so I'm gonna just let Laura continue with the show, <laughs> and then uh, we'll talk later. 
Absolutely. Sure. But stay here. Not a problem. Uh, do, John, I do have a question, though, from one of our audience who yeah. wants to know for, from you about is there a particular skill that the military taught you, you know, to help you with uh, this nonprofit world? And I think you answer it a little bit, but perhaps have, maybe anything in particular that you picked up that you can think of back. I, you know, I think the biggest thing and I, I tell almost everybody, is just the leadership aspect of the military, learning how to deal with problems and finding solutions. I think that was one of my biggest issues because when you get into a, a private sector business and you got to fix problems, it's different than in the military fixing a problem. It's a little different, but you still have the same mindset. Like when a problem comes to me with an employee, for instance, or something, you can't attack it like you did as a soldier, right? You have to step back and go, okay, what did my army training teach me to do? It taught me to look at the, evaluate the leader, evaluate the situation, give both sides an opportunity to talk, Figure out what the best solution is for both sides and the business, and then figure. so there was there were things there that helped. But yes, uh, the military, my military training, I think mostly it was um, being a medic and dealing with basically dealing. I hate to say customer service, but when you deal with patients, it's like a customer, right? So you're trying to yeah. fix them, help them out with their problem. Same kind of thing you got to do on the outside. So I think the biggest thing for me with a nonprofit, going from military to nonprofit, was just the ability that I had to lead people and motivate people to do the things I needed them to do. It helped me turn this nonprofit. We've been around for eight years now. And most wow, nonprofits, most, yeah, and most military veteran-based nonprofits don't make it five years. And we've made it right. eight now. So we're doing something right. And like I tell my staff and I tell my volunteers all the time, and we can't do this without you guys. I mean, I need you 100%. So just keep believing in, keep talking to me, let me know. And I kind of have still like our military, I have an open door policy. If you got a suggestion, come in my office and talk to me about it because anything can help me. I want to hear it so I can use it or try to figure out what we're doing. So that would be my biggest thing. And I appreciate you know, the, the question. I really do. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. phenomenal. And I do want to, that, that I'm interested to know, how can we support you? So, you know, this is all community uh, pub of yeah. resources. And so how can all community or audience that will watch this or will watch this, the replay, how can they all support you and get a hold of you? Well, they can reach out to me via our website. They can just hit the contact us either at veteranscombatboxes.com uh, or phantomsupport.org. They can reach out that way. To help the nonprofit, they can always make donations or support us by publicizing you support us on your Facebook page. Have people don't help donate because we, as a nonprofit, you're always about trying to bring money and keep doing what you're doing. Uh, the for-profit combat, we haven't really talked about combat boxes that much, but what combat boxes is, is I started a business that's a subscription box service, but I only carry veteran-owned products. So I have veteran-owned business, business owners that have product, like say, for instance, coffee or, or beef jerky or something, and they, they sign up to be a vendor with me. I buy their items at cost, and then I put them in these different boxes and ship them out to all these people who get subscription boxes from me. And they know every box they get has got veteran-owned businesses product in the box, which is pretty nice. awesome because then they're supporting not only my veteran business, but all of their veteran businesses too because everybody's product is in a box, has been purchased. Plus, it gives you inside. They get coupons in there to buy stuff the first time they go to websites. So it's a way for me to help my fellow veteran business owners get their product out in the hands of some people and hopefully get some sales. And that's what we try to do with that. So, and so, what, what kind of veteran products are you? Uh, you know, how can they get a hold of you? And is any product, yeah. uh, or do you have a, any specific sort of a cutoff for a specific industry or, or product that you will not, uh, perhaps, is not feasible through your combat boxes? Well, the only thing we can't technically put in our boxes are like alcohol. Uh, we don't do, and, and I'm not gonna, I'm a, we don't do things that would be considered inappropriate for people. For instance, like any items that are not necessarily home style kind of items. But we carry pretty much, and, and that, that's a there's a vetting process. If you go to our combat boxes website you can sign up right now to become a vendor they fill out some information then we reach out to you and talk to you about how it works so you understand it completely before you really decide to sign up uh and then we talk about your products and what you, you know the cost value versus the sale value and all that stuff so we can make sure we're working out so you don't lose any money going on with us but you're going to hopefully make money because when we get your product out there 
there's a potential for people to buy more product from you. So that's what we're trying to push. Uh, so info at combatboxes.com is the email address. You can shoot me an email there. Um, you can go to the website and just hit the contact us too, and it'll reach out to me directly. And I get all the emails, so we check. And we are relatively quick in responses. I mean, I'm usually the same day you'll get a response um, because that business is very important to me because it's really support. I got 35 vendors right now. So I have 35 veteran businesses that send me product every month that I put in these different boxes that I send out to my subscribers. And anybody can subscribe. Anybody can line up. They don't have to be military. You can just log on and buy a box to support veterans. You don't have to be a veteran per se, but you can sign up for a box. And then every month when you get it, you get a different box. There's T-shirts in their hats. There's beef jerky, coffee cups, shot glasses, beer cups, all kind of crazy fun things that these veterans build and make in their own company, uh, stickers, all kind of stuff that I have vendors in there that do a whole bunch of fun things. So um, it, the boxes are kind of like a surprise box every month. You open it up, you get to see all these different things and all this information about the, the companies. That way you can go visit the page, their web pages and see if you'd like to buy some stuff that they have, other stuff that they have. So that's what's fun about it. That's incredible. That's great yeah. support. Uh, definitely. Thank you. Now, yeah. I do have a three-part question as we get closer to, to our time to wrap up. Right. Uh, so what's next for Jam Valentine? Valentine, since yeah. you have launched multiple, multiple uh, nonprofits as well as other adventures, what's next for you? Actually, right now, I'm in the midst of opening up a franchise business because my nonprofit just started a program called Veterans to Employment, where we help veterans get jobs, but we also help them open up their own franchises. No cost out of pocket for the veteran. They basically just got to work for that franchise for a couple of years as a general manager of it, show us that they can do it. And then once we pay off all the money that we invested in it, we sign 60% of the company over to them and they own it. So wow. there's a lot of value, but I'm opening up an axe throwing venue called Axe Monkey. I'm getting ready to open it here in Killeen um, where it's a family fun event where you get to come and throw axes at targets and have a good time and bring your family and just get out of the house. We also have a rage room where you can come in there and just break stuff or smash it. I got a car rage room where you come in there and beat a car with a sledgehammer to just take all that frustration you have out of the day. You don't have to go home with it now. You can get it out. So we're looking forward to the success of that. But that's, you know, my, my wheels never stop turning. So wow. you know, they never stop turning. Um, I'm inspired. I'm inspired, yeah. by the way. Incredible. Yeah. Lots, lots of adventures that you have definitely going on, yeah. great projects. Now, how about Operation Phantom? What's what's next for Operation Phantom? Uh, right, now, support you? right now, we're building on our program. So the biggest support for us is go to our Facebook page and like us and follow us. And then if you, you want to make a donation, then make a donation because that's always... You know, 95% of my job is to help raise money for the organization. 5% of my job is leading it and running it up. But 95% of it is trying to raise money for it to keep us keep our doors open. And with COVID, you know, we took a pretty big hit because a lot of spouses lost their jobs. So they stopped making their monthly donation because they needed to save their money. And I, we all understand that. But we took a big hit. Um, and we've been on the CBS national news. We've been on the local news all the time. As a matter of fact, I've been on the news the last three days in a row here in Colleen, uh, in the local news here in Central Texas, because they've been just doing different stories about veterans and stuff going on in Afghanistan, stuff going on, you know, wherever. And then they come talk to me about the charity too, what we're doing, so they can let the, the public know we're still pushing along, doing the best we can to help all these soldiers. Because Fort Hood's got 38,000 soldiers on it, right? right. And Central Texas has about 100,000 so veterans that live within a 25 mile radius of Fort Hood. So you're talking about 140,000 soldiers and veterans that live within a 25 mile radius of each other. Like every third car here when you drive around sees it has a disabled veteran plate on it because most of us are all veterans that live here. So it's a really unique community that we live in here because it's either active duty soldier or you're a veteran for the most part. It's crazy around here. So it's really fun to live here. That's why my family decided to stay here because it was just a wonderful community to live in that takes care of each other and looks out for each other and it's really great. So yeah. Absolutely. And uh, almost every, every I would say every, uh, Two or three out of five service members who are retiring here in the California area, they're all going back to Texas. So yeah, definitely, well, I, I can agree with you. That's a phenomenal community to support yeah. and to retire. So, well, yeah, plus Texas has really great stuff for veterans. I mean, it, Texas is probably that's why I'm from Illinois. I was born in Chicago, 
And when I retired, I thought, okay, but my wife's my wife's from Texas. So I said, okay, we're staying in Texas. I thought we were going to San Antonio, but then, then she's like, no, we're staying here. The kids are doing good in school. I said, all right, fine. But Texas is amazing for veterans. You get all kind of breaks, tax breaks on your house, property taxes, all kind of stuff here. So yeah, I'm never leaving Texas. I love it here. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for inviting us today with all of your great adventures, uh, ventures into entrepreneurship, as well as all of your multiple facets as an entrepreneur in, in the nonprofit world. And we look forward to catching up with you in the near future and see where you're at and any other adventure that you might have that will provide and support for our military veteran community. Uh, definitely would love to hear an update and, and stay connected with you to continue, continue to collaborate. And those of you who are watching, definitely go online and support uh, military uh, boxes so that we can continue also to, to help and support John um, and his small business owners uh, that are tied into the military community. Anything else, John, that you want to share with our community as we get ready to close? The only last thing I'd like to say is I also run a podcast. It's called Veterans Be Real. We talk about veterans transitioning out of the military into the civilian sector. And right now we're talking about entrepreneur veterans, veterans Great. who started their business. So we do have some of that. It's just called veteransbereal.com. It's just an opportunity to listen to some veterans that might, if you're in the military right now or just got out and you're looking to start a business, Right now, I'm talking to a lot of veterans who built businesses and all the hardships they went through. You get a whole bunch of different variety. Of, I mean, some of the variety I got was crazy, like some of the things they've gone through. So it's really fun. So yeah. But other than that, we love to. I love to support you guys and anything I do here. So just please let me know what I can do to help you. Perfect. Thank you so much for that as well. And yep. we look forward to again, you know, staying connected and, and uh, exploring, getting an update, and see how we can best uh, collaborate in the near future. So thank you so much for visiting today, John. Have a great day. And for those of you who are watching, thank you so much for joining and supporting. Please continue to watch. Uh, make sure that you subscribe and that you share with your networks because that's how we all be able to grow and continue to bring the resources for our military community. Thank you for watching.